Before we start, I just want to make an announcement. New episodes continuing forward are going to be released on Wednesdays. And we'll be recording new episodes on Thursdays. So hopefully this will give you guys, those who listen on our public feed, a day to submit your questions. I know it was always hard because we used to release on Mondays and record on Mondays, giving you a very short window to submit questions and comments. So perhaps now you will want to participate. And for our Patreon fam, you will get new episodes on Tuesdays. And our Discord chats will now be on Thursdays. That's right. All the information is on our Patreon, but hello Wednesday. Yeah, hump day. Hump Join day. us. Talking Texas for every Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode seven, In the Bag. Written by Ron Fitzgerald and directed by Stephen Kay. Original air date, December 16th, 2009. How are you, Liz? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. And we were just saying, wow, we haven't recorded in a long time. It, yeah. Even though we recorded on Monday. We did, but it's still, in, in person, it's been a while. I know, and we haven't done... Talk in Texas. In a few weeks, in like two weeks at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. But Hope we're, you guys missed us. <laughs> I know. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. So in this episode, Vince wins the quarterback position. Tammy sues Julie. Luke sustains an injury. Landry makes a move on Jess. And Tim runs into Becky's father. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? It wasn't my favorite episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a filler, I feel. We're just like setting up some storylines for the second half of the season. Yeah. And you know what? Kate, our A, over yes. on We Are Liars, hey, which, which guys, if you're into Pretty Liars, we just wrapped on season one, so you can binge that whole season. Yeah. But Kate wrote an email how she kind of fell off this season because she wasn't connecting with the new characters. Interesting. I know. And I feel like... I was just, I'm overly excited for this season because I love all the new characters and everyone we've spoken to has been on board. Mm, mm -hmm. So, and of course, I always love hearing different perspectives, but I found that one very interesting. Yeah, I feel like, and maybe that's because we haven't watched, like it's been a little bit. That's why I felt like this episode was like maybe a, a filler, as you said, but maybe like the past couple of weeks, in the beginning, I was really excited. And then like, like, like Kate, in the past couple of weeks, the new characters, not that they're not, I'm, I'm still interested in what's happening with them, but I'd, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I don't need to focus my energy on them, but I should because they're going to bring us into ne- next season. You know, this is all we got. Right. Right. All right. So let's start with Vince. Also, yeah. yes. No oh. JD in this episode. No. So. It was missing the drama, in a way, well, we with had, him. We, I mean, I don't particularly like him. <laughs> the lighting keeps going with the red. Do you I see know, it? I do see it. I don't know why that's happening. We're talking about, we also do visuals. So hey. if you like to watch podcasts, we are on YouTube. Every episode is up on there. And it's a little bit different today because one, we're recording in daylight. Yeah. Which is wild. So my my studio is not used to daylight like natural light is coming in along with the lights that we have we also have some color films over some lights to add color to our faces yeah because for some reason we're still pale 
we're still pale. Like we don't have the green screen up, but yet we're still pale. I know. Forever pale. It's okay. Okay. So we're going to start with Vince. He's been made quarterback of the Lions and the team is feeling confident for their upcoming game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, however, someone said that Vince had a gun on school grounds. And so who's this person? Who who is this person? Who made the call? The cops and Levi, they request to search Vince's locker in the field house. Right. It's like his sports locker. Right. Like not his locker in the school, but his sports locker, which I felt weird. But I felt was weird. But maybe they searched both. Maybe they did. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, it's time for us to search another just in case. Right. And so obviously coach is concerned about this and he feels cornered. Ultimately, he does allow it. But this also leads to coach asking Vince straight up, do you have a gun? And Vince says no. Yeah. He felt badly about it. Yeah, he He did. He said he didn't want to have to ask him that question. Yeah. And was it wrong of him to assume that he had it? And then Tammy says, well, would you ask Landry if he had it? And I'm like, good point. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, no, Landry's a good kid. You know, but also if the principal of the school and the cops are coming, they, you need to open it. You got to open you gotta it. You got to do it. Right. And then we have Vince's mom comes to school and thanks Eric for giving him the position of quarterback. And I'm so glad to see Vince's mom up and about. Yeah. She seems to be OK. Yeah. And Eric says, don't thank me. He earned it. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah. And so obviously now Vince is really happy about his new quarterback role and he's excited about it, but he's also hesitant about how much coach is caring. Yeah. And he's like, what do you have in this? And he's ru- he's a little rude about it. Vince's? Yeah. When coach came to see him at his house. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? Right. He, he's like, if I end up like breaking my ankle or I can't actually support you in this are you still going to care about me if so valid i love that he said that yeah kind of putting coach in his place mm-hmm. like are you just using me to better your team but they both need each other <laughs> excuse me oh bless you Sorry. that's okay <laughs> they do need each other and we've known this since day one right and this is why vince was hesitant to begin with to join the team because he's like you know what do i what can i do for you and what can you do for me yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, at the end of the episode, Vince does come around. He shows up at the Taylor's house, hands Coach a paper bag, and in that paper bag is a gun. Right. I mean, we don't see it. No, and he tells Could Tammy, we got to make this disappear. Marbles or something, but <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to get rid of it. Okay. Well, well, he doesn't want it to go on his record. He doesn't want him to get it in trouble again and go to juvie right but also he needs him for the team right and also here's a moment of trust right i i I have this gun i'm gonna give it to you coach let's see if you'll make it disappear yep and if you do then yes i can trust you you have my interests my best interests at heart yeah it's so it's very dicey it's so dicey and how uncomfortable to just like be handed a gun in a paper bag yeah and they're like we got to make this disappear Right. Because if something were to come out and it's like, oh, coach hid the evidence. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, Luke, he's struggling in this episode. He needs to work with his dad on the farm, which is causing him to miss school, which means if he misses school, he can't attend practice, which causes a strain for the team. So it's like a domino effect. It's sad. It's so sad. sad because his dad's like, 
no, we need to make money. I make need it, you here. Yeah, make it work. Make it work. Like that's their priority. Yeah. Is to make the money so they can live. Yes. Yeah. While this poor kid is still trying to get an education and better himself and be on a football team that he really like he loves football. That's his main focus. Yeah, I mean his goal, as he's said almost every episode, is I'm I want to get out of Dylan. Yeah. So Right. Right. Tinker, who's oh, just like the MVP of this him. episode. Yeah. Notices Luke is falling asleep and is like, Oh, I'll gather the team. We'll come over and we'll help you fix the fence. It was so sweet. At your family's farm. I love this. Yeah. Tinker ends up going by himself and he helps Luke. It's like they were all busy. I know. And he tells his dad, like, I would do anything for Luke. <laughs> Luke is so good. We need him on our team. This made me so emotional. I was like, that is the sweetest thing ever. Is that yeah. your sister? Yeah. <laughs> My sister's FaceTiming me. We're just going to ignore it. Uh, however... Even though this was really sweet and happy for Luke and happy for Tinker, Luke does have an accident. Oh, yeah. This was so bizarre. His leg gets crushed in the cattle gate. And he's like screaming for it. This is so scary. It's so scary. And so now this is an injury. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like he'll probably be able to play. Ooh, we'll see what happens with that. Julie, she's understandably upset over Matt leaving. And so she decides to sign her, herself up for every activity possible in the school. She needs to keep herself busy. I get it. I get there. I I've get been that. there. I've, I've been, been there. there. Totally been there. <laughs> also, Landry is upset. And he even says to Julie, like, he was my best friend, too. Like, right. I get what you're going. Is Landry doesn't get any contact? No. Hmm. No. Interesting. And so they both end up doing academic smackdown. Do you know how long it's been since he's gone? Because um, Shelby made it seem like he's been there like a couple of weeks. Right. Because we learn when Julie goes to visit grandma and Shelby that Matt has been in contact with them. Yeah, this is really hurtful. And at first, it seems like he was keeping them updated. But I think it's been a couple of weeks because he said he's finally gotten settled into a place. Right. And so it's been multiple weeks where he's only been in contact with grandma and Shelby Nothing to Julie, nothing to Landry. Is this messed up to you? It's so messed okay. up. Are you kidding? That's my shittiest this episode. He's my shittiest this we episode. We didn't even see too. him and he's fucking shitty. He's I think we've established it's Tinker and Matt this week. Right. Um but Spoiler. yeah. I was so disappointed. I was so sad. And when oh. Julie walked into their house, I cry I broke down. I yep. was like, Oh, this poor girl and a family that is trying their best to do well but i'm sure it's not easy and then when grandma says like shelby's taking care of me i know and also I, she goes I, I i was upset but knowing matt's okay i'm okay now right and it's like well hello i just it's so out of character for him I know. and i know he's still obviously much very much grieving and grieving a life that he had but now trying to make it better mm-hmm and him just picking up his shit and going and like just there's no closure for her. Not yet. No, I know not yet. Obviously. I mean, I, I'm wishful that there will be for her so she can move on if she needs to. But I was really, really surprised and really upset yeah, about that. And even when she, this I felt was so relatable when she was in her car and she finds the mixed CD oh, yeah. from Matt. I mean, we grew up on we were that the was age a of lifeline. Lifeline. <laughs> and even when she's at the academic bowl 
and she gives her answer and she just breaks down crying and Tammy consoles her backstage. Yeah, this was really hard. So I felt for Julie. I felt so badly for her and I just feel like that was so wrong. And then I then this is what's funny is in the back of my head. I was like, Jillian would tell me, though, he's just this is he needs to be selfish. You I don't think know. So? But Ju- Jillian, you're talking about Jill- 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 Of course. Like, Jill- I have her always in the back of my head. Like she's my moral sound, like soundboard here. Of course. But I think she would also <laughs> be like, um, Julie, I feel for you. Mm-hmm. Cause she's, you know, she's a big supporter of Julie. Yeah. So I just really was like, while I understand what Matt needs to do, you definitely could have had b- both worlds of I'm going to leave and make myself better, but also still communicate with the person that I loved and was telling this whole time, like, no, I love you. We're solid. We're good. Also, I don't know why you couldn't have just said or he couldn't have just said, hey, I need to take this time for myself. I'll be in touch soon. Right. Like not necessarily. He just he didn't make it seem like they were on a break or they broke up. He just up and left that's it with no communication so this poor girl is like what the hell do i do with that like i don't know what what we are where you are yeah just really frustrated me so yeah and then on the flip side of that landry is still hung up on tyra yeah i was like what why are we doing this well i think it makes sense because you've wanted closure with this so i do but i'm also like why do well, there was a planned meeting. They had a mutual spot where Tyra and Landry were supposed to meet up. Landry goes. Tyra doesn't show up. And we see him and hear him leaving this very lengthy voicemail to her about, I'm not going to wait for you anymore. And I'm done. Which leads him to asking Jess out because things between him and Tyra are done. So there's your Tyra moment. Yes. I didn't like it I almost was like we don't even need that at this point we didn't need him to say I'm done with you obviously we're not together I feel like as much as I begged for closure between them or begged for what had happened I feel like we this was just unnecessary to have this conversation I feel like he could have just and what honestly bothered me and I'm like a humongous humongous Landry stan but you immediately just walk up to jess and you're like hey tyra and i are no longer i know it was icky so let's do this and she's like good for you yeah i'm not gonna be second choice because tyra's like you know not answering your phone calls and meeting you Mm, yeah i had a lot a lot of issues with some things i liked it just to tie in Tyra because she did leave and we didn't know how they ended. But now we know she's it's as they're giving it to us. She has moved on in terms of she's living her own life in college. Landry needs to move on. Right. Let's I just wish I Jess. knew like what that conversation was before she, they parted ways. Like I'm going to go to college or, you know, could did she up and Matt him and I like think so just be like all right i'm leaving for school and then like just never call or never talk to him again i mean i could even see so much so where landry like helped move her in right and you then know, like i'll and be then in it's touch like, what the hell after that and so now it's been a few months since they've been at school yeah and yes i get we needed to have that summary of landry saying i'm done with this i'm done like waiting for you because I literally would wait for you forever Mm -hmm. forever Mm -hmm. just tell me 
Yeah. And he's like, I think I just answered my own question. Yeah. I don't know. I really, I would, I would love to see Jess and Landry, but I was, didn't like the way that started. Okay. I like the way it started, but I didn't like oh, how yeah, it the continued. Kiss, the kiss, the kiss, <laughs> yeah. the kiss. Yeah. Mm. Glenn's back. Yeah. I was like, what's this guy's name again? <laughs> Glenn. The whole episode, I was like, what's his name? And then Timmy's like, Glenn. I'm like, that's it, Glenn. I totally <laughs> forgot about you. Yeah. I think most of us Again, did. another storyline I felt was completely unnecessary it's for weird. this episode. It's real weird. Wes Dillon receives the award of Blue Ribbon School, and Glenn is just so overly thankful and wants to take Tammy out, make sure she celebrates. So her and him and the, some of the faculty, they go out for karaoke and yeah. they have drinks. And another karaoke scene. I, I thought know. of you. I'm like, oh my God, Same. Like, hates karaoke. Sh- but also I'm like, wow, it's our shows again <laughs> doing the karaoke. As, I, I don't know. It just, I was getting vibes. I was getting like, I was getting like scary vibes from him. Well, it was weird because he's just overly thankful. And it was weird. It was so weird. Overly making sure she celebrates and just wants to make sure, which I was like, this is really sweet to support her. But at the end of the night, they go to say goodbye and he goes in for a kiss. Yeah. I knew we were in the clear when he was like, here, you can take that taxi. I was afraid he was going to be like getting in the taxi with her. Yeah. Um, I didn't know to what extent we would do this. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, this is not the teen drama show. This is not the teen drama show. Like, I know, I know weird. that this is not a normal trope for this show. Yeah. And I was afraid. So when I heard him like, no, you take this taxi. I'm like, okay, good. But then, of course, he has to make the very short move and be super embarrassed after. Of course. And Tammy shuts it down, doesn't even entertain it. And even the next day at school, he awkwardly apologizes and says, I mouth raped you. Yeah, that was so weird to say. That sentence is really weird. Yeah, that and sentence I, is gross. Yeah, and I think that's how he truly felt. Yeah, he felt like I so disrespected you. Yeah. And I so apologize. Yeah, yeah. So that was the only thing he could make it sound just so like malice and like bad that he was mm-hmm. like, this is what I did to you. And she's like, you're good. Really, dude, it's fine. We're okay, right? And that's it. Like, and we, that- we move on from it. And like, is he on the island? I don't know if he's on the island. I just feel like it was so random. I was like, that whole storyline was just completely, completely yeah. unnecessary for me in this episode. It's weird. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, our Tim O'Rego. Oh, brother. Okay. So Mindy needs to be on bed rest. And the supplements she needs are going to be expensive. So Billy and Tim are stressed out from this. To blow off steam, they go to the landing strip. And one of Mindy's friends... Hannah. Blue ribbon to her because she's a good friend. Absolutely. She suggests, hey, let's throw a fundraiser. We'll have the girls from the landing strip. It'll be like you pay... It's so weird. ...for the strippers. (laughs) And we'll host it at Reagan's Rigs. And all the money will go towards the funds for Mindy. I want to do this because she's one of my best friends. I loved it. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. And so we have the event seems to be going very well billy ends up having a conversation with calvin yeah i was about wondering why he was real there. money for a with a business opportunity yeah so keep that oh uh, yeah that i'm sh- billy's done some shady shit before so i'm sure he'll continue to do so we meet becky's dad in this episode he comes to town he's gonna stay in the guest room uh weird. what do you think first thoughts weird. of becky's dad i feel like if 
we definitely went uh, a little tropey with him too, like kind of uh, a floater and really you can't rely on him, which we knew this already mm-hmm. from the, the uh, pageant. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, she definitely has her teenage immature view about her father, which eventually one day in her life she will realize. Well, what it he explains really, her daddy issues. And it very much explains um but yeah i mean i guess he's what i expected him to be yeah and so he does a couple of things one he brings her home a dog without the mom's permission also tim overhears him on the phone talking about how he has a family he got a woman pregnant in seattle (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. he will be leaving he's not sticking around yeah and he wasn't even going to plan on telling becky this and so tim Ends up telling Becky when Becky shows up to the fundraiser. Right. And the dad was like, don't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell her. Don't tell her. I want to be the one to tell her. And Tim's like, you're not going to fucking tell you're her. You're not going to tell her. And so he approaches Tim and they get into a fight about it. Because Tim's like, I know what kind of dad you are. I have that kind of dad. Also, I slept with your wife. Yeah. Punch in the face. And they roll around in the mud. <laughs> Tim. That line, though. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I slept with your wife. Yeah, it was good. I loved it. Yeah, because this guy, like, while we don't need to be violent, it was also, like, kind of great. He kind of deserved it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and so Becky's mom ended up bringing the dog back to the shelter, but then Tim the next day goes and gets the dog. And we have this really cute moment where he brings the dog. Well, he rescues the dog, and then Tim stops to show the dog this land mm-hmm. that Tim is just in awe of. Yeah, and you see the for sale sign. I'm mm-hmm. like, something's happening there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's our episode. One one scene that we didn't talk about, and it really doesn't have anything to do with it. I just enjoyed it. Was when we had uh, Tim and Mindy and Billy all in the truck. Yes, going to get what a burger. Yeah, and they had no money. They had no money. How do you do that? Also, Billy, no insurance. No There's insurance. There's no health insurance. Well, no, I mean, when you own your own business, it's expensive to have mm-hmm. insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm, it's not good. Not good. Uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back uh, with all your questions and comments. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talking Texas Forever, and we appreciate you listening each and every week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our Patreon, and it means the world to us. We have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, and invitation to the best group chat ever via Discord. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash totalbeddypodcastnetwork. Welcome back from break. Let's go into some questions. Oh, I keep hitting the mic. Okay. Mike, we'll start with his questions. Did you join any clubs in high school? Did we just talk about this? And we are liars, right? I talked about... Did we talk about clubs? I think I talked about how I was on stage crew. We did talk about that because of the play. Right, 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 right. But... um. I I wasn't in any clubs. Well, you did like sportsy things. Well, I I was on kickline. I that right. was that wasn't a club, but we did practice every day after school, and then sometimes in the mornings. 
Ooh, the morning? Yeah. Um, it was summer though, like right before school started, like the fall semester. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a semester, but the fall started. We would practice in the mornings on the weekends because. Ooh. Yeah. I or not on the weekends. It was not on the weekends. It was during the week because we didn't have school, so we could record during the week. Record. <laughs> Here's my brain. Um, but no, other than that, I wasn't in any clubs i was in guitar club <laughs> oh right i remember for this. like a hot second only to hang out with the cute boys mm-hmm. and honestly i don't think they were cute boys upon re- retrospect okay <laughs> why are they checking vince's football locker and not his actual locker yeah yeah i like to think that they checked both should tim have told becky about her dad having another family well as tim said he was never gonna tell her yeah i don't think he was yeah. He looks out for her. He's I think he sees a lot of himself in her. So maybe he was thinking like, would I want to know? Yeah. What do you think Tammy's go-to karaoke song would be? I like to think it would be something like Shania Twain. I was just going to say. Crow. I was just going to say Shania Twain. Yeah. Something like, man, I feel like a woman. Right? Yeah. Uh, Will wants to know, if you were to boil it down into three words, attributes, what do you think Jess sees in Landry and vice versa? Ooh, well, I think definitely for her, three three attributes. I think he's smart. Well, yes, Landry's definitely smart. He's also just like sweet. He's just like, in, like altogether a good person that always does the right thing and when he loves he loves big yeah so i think she likes that about him and he also like he's not afraid to tell you how much how he feels exactly he's assertive he's assertive and he's vocal and he's a good he likes to communicate he's a great yes, communicator yes we love that you know you guys know i love landry and for jess i feel like he probably likes her ener- her energy she's she's zen she is zen. He, she's calming, but also is driven. Yep. Very much so. Like, what we're learning more and more about that. You're like, wait, what? And she's just like, she's just cool. She's just a cool person. Uh, what would you name a dog that looks like that if you adopted it Wouldn't today? What do you call it? Skeet? Skeeter. Skeeter. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Is Is that going to be Tim's dog? Yeah. In the trailer with him, yeah. just like so Becky can play with it. That's really cute. Yeah. I can. I feel like this show was definitely missing an animal. I know. You know, it was well, like it cows. Miss, yeah, missing like a wholesome aspect to it. And of course, it would be Tim. I would probably name the dog a food like potato or something. <laughs> like today, if I was to adopt that dog, I'd call him like potato. Well, there you go. Um, I. Last night, Randy and I took a walk, and one of the guys' names, one of the dogs' names was Leo. Cute. And I was like, that's a cute name. I've never really heard that for a dog, so maybe that. I mean, I have a full... Michelle has a whole list. A full list. I have Garbanzo on there, Putanesca. It's mostly for, like, future cat names. Right. In case you were wondering. Okay, Vic. She wants to know how... Have you dealt with a breakup? I felt more relieved, but my friends tend to change their hair. Like that saying, you know, you always like change oh. your hair when you have a breakup. Um, have I changed my hair? Maybe. I feel like every time I've gone through a breakup, 
I lose my appetite. Mm. Like the one time I'm thinking of like a major breakup I had in high. Well, it was in college. Right. And I think I ate <laughs> broccoli with brown rice from the Chinese place near Stop and Shop and Corm for like four days in a row. It was the only thing I could eat. It was just the only thing that would go it was down. Like the one meal that I was okay with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wouldn't say I get that. I wouldn't say I get the opposite either. I don't like eat my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But you just you need people surrounding you to keep your mind off things, and you just need to listen to sappy music and cry a lot until you don't have any more tears, and then they're gone, and then. It's just time. It's just time. <laughs> you just need a lot of time. Yeah. You know, you have those. It's it's a you're grieving a loss. So you definitely need to just give that time and you'll have those ebbs and flows of days. You'll feel really good and like really super like driven. You're like, wait, I'm so much better than this. And then you'll have days where you're like, why the fuck did they do this? <laughs> so true. And like it's, it's a universal thing. Like mm. there's not one person in the world that hasn't dealt with some sort of heartbreak i know so it's just that's how that's how i deal with it sappy music being with friends and family to distract me and then when all else fails watching twilight over and over and over again i mean twilight will fix anything twilight will fix you will fix your your needs <laughs> uh have you ever dealt with an inappropriate coworker? yeah i mean not to this extent like they never made a pass at me but like definitely guys say shit all the time and i not recently which is great because i don't really work with a lot of men anymore but or (laughs) disrespectful men i should say um but yeah in the past they be they just just say really just inappropriate shit yeah i mean i worked at a shooting range so you can only imagine and i know i'm very much um pinpointing here and making assumptions mm-hmm. and generalizing and but the things that were said to me were I look back and I should have done things yeah you're like why did I let that happen I had there was one guy who was like wow Michelle really developed over the summer Ew. meanwhile I mean I was developed already because I'm a teenager but I was wearing a fitted t-shirt right and they probably never saw you in a fitted Correct. t-shirt said that they used to say, like, how much money could I give you if to sleep with you? Ew. Oh, yeah. Really disgusting thing. And these were my coworkers. Right. It's not even like they were customers. No. The customers were even worse. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the customers were even worse. They're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Kate, why would Matt ghost Julie like that? He doesn't want to deal yeah. with that. And... From someone who likes to escape from their emotions, even though I just talked about like being in your emotions, but those those type of emotions where you're you want to be selfish and you just want like the world to just disappear for a few minutes until you can kind of get back to your where you're going and your footing. He probably just was like, "Hey, you know what, Richard, Dick, whatever his name was, Richard, Richard." It sucks because in high school, I had one boyfriend, but we were on and off and on and off. And he made a self change and dropped me mm-hmm. and dropped his friends and started hanging out with this new group and never explained it. 
Yeah. And so you just felt abandoned. Right. And it was like, I love you one day, kind of like Matt and Julie. And then the next day was like a complete change. And he was going through whatever he was going through. Right. Trying to find a new group to hang out with. It like literally dropped me. And no this is literally the same. I know. Same scenario. And so I know what it's like. There's like you said, like there's no closure. And so I just it's so unlike Matt. It's unlike him. Yeah. It's awful. However, it makes sense, it, right? It it does make sense. But, and, you know, his age, you're thinking like, yeah, this happens in high school. Like there are people that just like one day you're talking to, the next day you're like, wait, are we even friends anymore? Like, but now with retrospect and like being older, I'm like, wow, that would never fly these days because you, if you're spending your time and effort with a person or a friendship and like they just ghost you, right. you're like, wait, right? no, that's un- unacceptable. Yeah. In high school, I feel like while it's, it's still shitty, it's a little bit more acceptable because you're trying to find yourself, find your group of people, find what you like, have these like complete, 180 ideas and um hobbies that just change you Mm -hmm. you just find who you are it takes a really long time for that but yeah with matt it just didn't i just didn't see it coming with him right and it sucks yeah and then kate she kind of felt the same way you felt and i felt about glenn and tammy there was that whole thing back in season two with them spending time together and right. Coach kind of wondering what was going on. But then we haven't seen him for such a long time. The kiss just seemed to come out of nowhere. Like, why now? And right. I don't see how it contributes to the story. Exactly. Like, if we this was the at the Kate. end of season two. Right. Made sense. It's yeah. two seasons later. And it makes no, it doesn't drive any storyline. I was just really com- completely confused yeah (laughs) it just felt out out of left field and also i guess i don't know giving tammy support but when we've had like the division talks like where was glenn right and i also was just gonna say they hate her don't they still hate her i think the 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 board hates her but the teachers don't hate her yeah because they like got yeah she fought for them in some retrospects I had like I don't know a, a fleeting thought of is Glenn gonna be like telling Tammy that there's a party and then nobody shows up like <gasps> they're all gonna like or like you know something even worse when they all gathered in that one room I was like what is happening yeah are they going to like yell at her collectively yeah it just was a weird so weird, weird. storyline I'm interested did Clear Eyes at all talk about that they just talked about how much they love. The actor who plays Glenn. Yeah. And I'm forgetting his name, but he produces their podcast. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. So that's the funniest thing ever. They love seeing him. And also, what are the chances? Well, they're just friends with him. (laughs) Here I'm like, what are the chances? It's so weird. No, they're just friends with him. But Uh, and they also they talked about the whole scene of like the whole mouth rape thing and how he did really feel bad. And you could see that. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. Yes. Anyway, thank you for sending your questions, guys, and your comments, as always. Liz, what was your favorite quote in this episode? Oh, I had, oh, Jesus, two. I have, except this book, week's book is Twilight, obviously, and um, 
You're still whining, and I don't know why, Tim, to the dog. Skeeter. I had uh, from Tim, we're not selling Kit Kat, which is their bull, who's the face of Reagan's Riggs. Right. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Didn't realize that, that was the name. Yeah. Coach's Corner. Um, I had... Oh, you know what? I don't have that in my notes. What's wrong with you, Alyssa? I also didn't either, but I'm going to choose coach for with, with Ma- Ma- uh, Vince. Vince. Yeah. I keep wanting to call him Vance. <laughs> There's this guy that goes to my aunt's assisted living once a month and he sings. And, and, he his, name is and his name's Vance. And we're always like, Vance is coming. Vance is coming. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's not Vance Howard. It's Vince Howard. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, we had the same. It would same. be fun if it was mm-hmm. Vance, but. I know. Mm-hmm. Who's your MVP? Should we do three, two, one? Since we're yeah, together? sure. Since we already know it? Yeah. Three, okay, two, two, one, tinker. tinker. But I also, I wanted to pick Hannah. Yeah. I was, I, I, immediately I wrote it down. I'm like, Hannah. But then when Tinker came to help, I was like, it's Tinker. But I was so, I know everyone keeps talking about Tinker. Like he's like a person on the show. And I, this is the first really, you know meeting of him mm-hmm. we've ta- we've heard him say like one or two things mm-hmm. so i hope that this continues because i really love him and i love that he was willing to show up for his friend he's like i like love luke like i will help luke do whatever he needs he, and because it's gonna make the team better i know so cute even in the lunchroom when luke's falling asleep he's like all right i'll just eat your fries oh yeah he's like these fries are good <laughs> it was really funny i a lot of comedic Timing with him. Yeah. Shittiest, which we both agreed. Matt. Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. We had votes for Becky's dad. Yeah. Did a Becky annoy you in this episode? Yeah, Becky annoys me. <laughs> just just you wait for oh, next no. week. Just you wait. I Yeah, because then, then we have that scene where Tim's like talking to her and they're getting close again. Oh, I was like, God, oh my God, please don't go there. Oh, no. But she was just crying. She's I like, know. I'll see you at home. Like, uh, I'm really trying to be patient because becky does i know it's someone i like but mm-hmm. right now she's really annoying yeah she's doing a really good job the actress is doing a really good job yes. at playing this annoying character yeah yeah uh let's go into a booster of the week who's our lion booster booster of the week you're a total booster our lion booster is Molly. Molly. Molly will be on as our uh, a patron episode. Yes. On 4-9. So definitely uh, listen to that episode because she's super good. Because I know that because she was on We Are Liars. She was great. She was a great guest on We Are Liars podcast. Yeah. So just wanted to shout her out and thank her so much for her support. And we were so glad that we got to chat with you um, during that prayerly lot. Pretty Little Liars episode. I try do like when you say Pretty Little Liars. Do you try like to not do plosives because it's the hardest thing ever? Uh, pretty Little Liar. Pretty Little Liar. Pretty Little It's it's so hard for it to come out of my mouth and it not like spit all over the I know. mic. I know it's a, not a user friendly name for a show. However, we yeah. thank you, Molly. <laughs> we thank really, you. really appreciate your support. Can't wait to talk to you on 4-9. Hell yeah. Okay, so an emoji for this episode. A cow? But is that, we've already done a cow, right? I'm thinking a dog. A dog, yeah, or let's a do that. Skater. So if you've made it this far, 
we would really appreciate it if you took that emoji, the dog emoji. There's a couple to choose from. We don't care which one. Stick yeah. it in an Apple podcast review if you listen over there. Rate us five stars. It's exciting, though, because we do have a Lion of the Week. We do. It's uh, from Muse Chick. Five stars with a carrot emoji. Just like carrots, this podcast is good for your eyes. And when you have clear eyes, full hearts, you can't lose. Check these ladies out. You'll be thanking me. You will tear up, cry, and laugh while they recap this awesome show. Just like my friends say, you can't lose with this podcast. So check out their other podcasts, Trio Talk, Three Gossip Girls, We Are Liars, and Let's Talk OC to hear their other amazing recaps with the hearts. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you, Vic. Appreciate using that carrot emoji. Hell yeah. Understood the assignment. Yeah. So throw those dogs somewhere. Yeah. Send it in. We want to see them. Okay. So next week's title, this is for episode eight, is the toilet bowl. Oh, brother. (laughs) I just want to tell you, I used to be something for the Dylan Panthers and I want to be something here by Garrity. Oh, I was going to say Tim Riggins. Okay. Okay. We haven't, we didn't see Buddy this week. Okay, I, I can only assume that he's talking to East Dillon, somewhere on East Dillon, the right. principal maybe, or, or someone just being like, I'm here to support this team and mm-hmm. I can get the boosters on my side because I've done it before. Mm-hmm. People like me. Yeah. No, you know. Yeah. So that's where I see that going. Okay. As you said, Becky's really annoying next week. Buckle up, Buttercup. Oh, no. There's going to be a scene. In, I mean, we're going to be together. Are we together next week? We are. Yeah, we are. For a Discord. And you'll see how annoying Becky is. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. And also Luke. We have to see what happens with him. Which we will get. Yeah. yeah. I'm, what do I you th- think the toilet bowl means? Why do you think it's called that? Like the shitter? Yeah, okay. I mean... <laughs> or I was thinking like, um, what are they called when you stick someone... Swirly? Like oh, when you stick someone's head in the toilet and the... Swirly. The, <laughs> that's amazing. Did that really happen to people? I don't know. They always did it in movies and, and TV, TV shows. And TV shows. Like yeah. in the 90s. Always did no that. No one does that anymore, right? Hey, I don't think so. if you've gotten a swirly, can you write in and tell us? Tell us about your experience. Because I'd love to know. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But, um, the shutter. Wait. All right. Don't think too much about yeah, it. I didn't know if that's it just hard for thoughts. me. That's okay. But yeah, we'll have to see what, what happens with Luke. I'm assuming he won't be able to play at least for a few weeks, maybe a few months. I don't know how detrimental this injury is to him. Yeah. And then Becky, what's she going to do? What's what she, she gonna, gonna do, do when, when she comes? comes <laughs> I don't know what she's gonna do, but I'm assuming it's something with him and mm. uh, Landry and Jess. I'm still thrown by this week's episode. I completely understand where she's coming from, but the slap still. I'm so confused by it. Yeah, I know. Was it kind of just get a grip? I guess. I don't know. And then I was thinking too, like this, it had like a light bulb because Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll confirm this for me and I don't even know if I want you to, but if there isn't a time jump, I don't know, like I could predict, so I was listening to last week's episode to refresh my brain 
And I was like, yeah, end game, like mules, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, well, we only have one more season. We're om- we're halfway done with this. Who's to say that anyone is end game if we don't get a flash forward? Do you know what I mean? Like I we've so. never dealt with the entirety of a show of them just being in high school. Every show we've ever podcasted about, they have gone into college they have aged them a little bit they've aged them five years they've aged them 10 years like and here i don't foresee them doing that because it's as we've said each week like it feels like a real reality show like a a real family drama and not like a teen drama and i don't it's just refreshing not having to like totally think about like so far in the future yeah. For these predictions. Like, it's easier for me to kind of be like, well, this is what I see for them, but we might not necessarily ever see that. Right. You know? Does that make sense? It does. But also, I think you can come to a conclusion of an endgame without going into the future. Yeah, no. And I, and I honestly feel like I could come to conclusions for all of our characters as to where they'll be at the end of next season. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fun. Just because we're setting it up, especially in this episode with Tim and the dog and the land. And I'm like, oh, this like by season five is going to be like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Because when we did go to epics and like minor, like very small things were spoiled for me then. And that was also and I was was going to say that I was harping out Cash being in a cult. But I remember uh, Derek saying like, and then look at the Riggins, like at the end of the day, like what a, what a, like a three, a 180, like what a, not a 180, but like a full circle moment. And I was like, of course, like that's what I, I imagine would happen for them. Yeah. Whether that's, if that's farmland, I don't know what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Unless they open a bigger Riggs Riggs. (laughs) Right. Right. Riggins Riggs. Well, that, the whole Riggins stuff is going to get to me, it gets pretty interesting mm. because it can't just keep going the way it's going. No, I mean, they can't n- live that way. Right. And especially because the baby's on the way. Baby's on the way. And Mindy is on bed rest. So, right. Yeah. And Billy's got to make money. Yep. Yeah. We saw him do some the shady stuff with the pipes. Yes. But that never really Stealing like came through. We never got like a punishment for that except for that whole what was his name guy situation right guy that's a combo that's not him and then they had some money when they went in with jason and they flipped the house right buddy's house and sold it but it's gone Mm-hmm. because they only got us you know yes and right a, now M- mindy can't make any nothing sorry any money no so the boys gotta figure out their shit fast yeah scary yeah to end the episode we have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Laying the smackdown. Laying the smackdown means dominating the opponent and showing them who is boss. Landry and Julie are participating in the academic smackdown with Jess. Meanwhile, Coach lays into Vince about what it means to be a leader. Nice. Beautiful as always, Will. Always, always. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm going to like Wednesdays. So yeah, it's more relaxing. Yeah. Mondays were hard. Mondays were hard. I know it's like fun to start your week with us, but now midweek you'll be, you'll be with us. So yeah, it's all good. Come back next week for episode eight, the toilet bowl. If you want to, which I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I 
so seriously, come back next week for the toilet bowl. Uh, if you want to send us your questions, your comments, talk in Texas forever at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, please. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. 